and welcome to the Rally Podcast. We're stoked that you're here. We hope that this would be a tool to help you pursue the presence of God, people, and the ways of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rally Roundtables. I am exciting. This has been a really fun season, um, and today's going to be really fun as well. I am joined by two Truly, this is not hype. I am joined by probably two of my favorite people on planet Earth. Aww. So we have Jennifer Black. <laughs> we went with the full name, full Jennifer name, Black, like and Glenn Batson. And today we're going to be talking about the fruit of the spirit and what does that practically look like? How can we see that in our lives? How can we practically <clears throat> um, watch that at work? Um, and I'm excited. So. Let's get to know a little Let's bit about it. you yes. before we before you jump on. Both of you are not strangers. Um, clearly, Glenn, you are the incredible rally pastor at the Clemson campus. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if incredible would describe but, it. But. Yes, yes. So very, very much loved. But Glenn, what's something that people might not know about you? Hit me with something good. Uh, I was trying to think about this on the way over here. I, I don't really have anything super interesting about me. I have a one-year-old at home or actually a 14-month-old yes. at home who is Glenn the third. I'm a junior, so he's a third. Okay. Uh, we call him GB3. I'm acting so like he, I, I don't know like, that. Right, oh, right. Wow. So he, he's yes. the joy of my wife and I's life. Yes. Uh, he's amazing. And so, yeah. Amazing. And Glenn is married to an absolutely incredible woman, Kit Batson. Shout out to Kit. Incredible. That's my girl. And Jennifer. Jennifer is (laughs) honestly incredible. She um, wears a lot of different hats, I feel like, is an incredible friend, sister, leader, helps oversee all our volunteers. Um, She's the mom of the Clemson campus. She is the mom of the Clemson campus. She keeps us all in check. Yeah. And honestly... um, Truly what I've experienced is you're a mom to a lot, mm-hmm. an older sister to a lot of like young women and young men as well. And Jen and I actually get the privilege of leading a small group together. Yes. So Jen truly is one of my faves because, you know, we're in the thick of it and we have a lot of fun. But Jen, what's something that, you know, people might not know? Well, I thought about this earlier. Something that people would, would not know and probably would not suspect is I'm a huge baseball fan, huge Braves fan. Braves. And tonight is, to we're filming this, tonight is game one of the World Series. I've been waiting since 97. Wow. It's a big deal. Yes. I'm big very excited. I remember when we won in 97. I have a good feeling about it. Yep. Tanner told me not to say that, but I'm not superstitious. <laughs> so hopefully when this airs, we will be the winners. Game of one winners. The whole World Series. Well, no, that's not true. just game that's one. True. That's true. The you're, whole. You're right. are, you giving right. a pro- right. are you giving a prophecy right now? Well, it, it would be a, a, a You heard desire, it first from Jim Black. A desire more than a prophecy. Prophet Jen. But, <laughs> it, it, but if it happens, you know. Then we'll you can claim it. it. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't know that about you until this week. Jen has been like posting on her Instagram that she's been crying and like Undercover. very overwhelmed. She's, yes. and she's I just not thought, bandwagon, I can not. confirm. Yeah. yeah. Can I'm like, confirm. where is this Oh yes, it, it, it's come deep. from? It's deep. I was just, you know, undercover. Undercover. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. But truly, we're going to jump right in because we don't have a bunch of time. And I know that hopefully you guys, whether you're listening to this in your small groups um, or as part of like a rally gathering, or maybe you've just stumbled across this podcast, Rally is the Young Adult Ministry of New Spring Church. So we're going to jump in um, and it. figure this out together. Let's so the fruit of the spirit, I want to read Galatians 5 just to give us a little <clears throat> bit of context. Um 
So it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. Mm-hmm. So I know that's hard to say without singing the song because yes. I feel like a lot of people have a song that <laughs> if comes to mind. You grew up in New Spring, you know. Yes. You, you know. Can you yes. sing it if for not, us, Glenn? I cannot. I Shout cannot. out to Kids Spring. But it's on Kids Spring. You can go look it up. Okay. So let's kick off. What we read a little bit about that. Um, obviously, the Bible has a lot of context. Glenn, what is the fruit of the spirit? Yeah. Um, I, I think if you want to list, like you just said, it's, yeah. it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness self-control. Jen asked me multiple times to recite that, so I wouldn't get it wrong. <laughs> uh, but if you want more of a definition, I think I think very simply, it is, it's the result or uh, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible makes it very clear when you put your faith in Jesus, you are signed, sealed, delivered with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of his role or his job is to conform us into the image of Christ I love that. and to make his character like our character. Mm-hmm. And so I think very simply, like the, the fruit of the spirit is the character of Jesus um, and something I, like, which is such a cool thought to me that uh, God is, does not just give peace or does not just give love. Like he is the fullness and the entirety yeah. of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes and takes residence inside of us, we now uh, as sons and daughters get to inherit all of those things mm-hmm. in, as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's the result of communing and intimacy with God and, and what is manifested from that place, wow. uh, that fruit. And so, yeah, it's it's part of our inheritance, which is a which is amazing that we get to receive all of mm-hmm. those things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incredible and incredible to think that we, as believers, people that have put our faith in Jesus Christ, have access to that. Right. Like we have access to joy and peace, and I think so much of what the world tells us is we have to search for it and long for it but truly like we have access by the spirit to yeah. see that see that every single day yeah and if i could i, I want to read just to continue answering you know yeah. what is the fruit of the spirit so if you if you go up in verse 19 before what you read it says the acts uh well let's start in 16. so i right. say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to their flesh. They're in conflict with, e- with each other. Mm. But if you were led by the spirit, you're not under the law. The acts of the flesh, they're obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, with witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Mm-hmm. I warn you as I did before, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And I think a question... Um, I get a lot when, when people read through this text, that, that last verse, it says that uh, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And a question I get a lot is, hey, if I put my faith in Jesus and I go back to these things, does that mean I will not inherit yeah, the kingdom of question. heaven? And yeah. I, I just want to clear the air. I think, yes, if you don't put your faith in Jesus and you feed your flesh, you will not inherit the, the kingdom of yeah. heaven. But if you have put your faith in Jesus and you go back to those fleshly things, I think what it's saying is you won't get to experience the fullness of the kingdom of heaven that God has for us right now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think in Romans it says that the kingdom of God is not a matter of eat, eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy yeah. in the Holy Spirit. And so if we as believers go back to our flesh, I think yeah. what we don't get to experience is the righteousness, peace, and joy 
that God has for us on this side of yeah. eternity. So I just wanted to clear the air there because yeah. that's a conversation I have with a lot of a lot of young adults. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like you said, it's not a matter of if you've put your faith in Jesus, you've put your faith in Jesus. Right. Like his righteousness becomes our righteousness Bingo. and therefore we have eternal life through our faith. Um but yeah, what we get to experience right now, yes. I feel like we have on offer our inheritance, right. which is love, joy, peace, right. patience. Right, right, So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Jen, tell me your thoughts. Um, when I think about the fruit of the spirit, I really just feel like it is the attitude of the heart, mm. the attributes of the heart of a believer that then should produce an action that is aligned with them. Mm. Um, so really they are just attributes of God that we are displaying through yeah. the way that we live our life, but it all starts with the attitude of our heart. Because mm. wow. these are all internal things. Yeah, that right. if we are not operating in love, the greatest of these is love. Mm -hmm. um, then we then cannot like filter any of them out of our heart. It really is an overflow outworking wow. of our heart. That's great. I mean, Jen just dropping dropping <laughs> the mic. It's true. It starts with the heart. Um, so we know, I suppose, an idea of like what a sense it is. Why is it important? It's obviously important enough for us to be reading about it um, in in the Bible. But what, like today, practically, like why why is the fruit of the spirit important? Yeah, I, for one, like I'm reading throughout the Gospels right now, and I, it, I've been reminded as I was preparing for this how much Jesus talks about fruit mm -hmm. and just like the importance of it. And so I wrote a couple of verses down that I'll I'll just read that hopefully will will be helpful. <clears throat> really, all of John 15 you could read, yeah. but. Um, Jesus says in John 15, 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. Uh, later in John 15, it says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Mm -hmm. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And then Matthew 7, every good tree that bears good fruit, um, there, a good tree cannot bear good fruit and a bad tree cannot bear bad fruit. Uh, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruit. And so, again, another conversation I, I have a lot with um, young adults is, hey, how can I know if I'm truly saved? Like, how can I know if, if I am going to heaven one day? And I think Jesus makes it very clear that one of the, the first ways to acknowledge and to see is, hey, are you bearing fruit? Jesus said you will recognize a tree by its mm -hmm. fruit. And yeah. so... Um, I think that's an important way. Another one is um, I love in John 15 when it, the, the language of apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. And it's funny how like God will prepare me for stuff like this. I, that verse has been messing me up before y'all even asked me to be a part of this podcast. But the, the idea that apart from a, abiding in Jesus, I can't love my wife well, or I can't be a good husband, or I can't say no to temptation or I can't love yeah. my neighbor or whatever it may be. Um, and so I want to be a person that uh, abides close to Jesus because from that place fruit is is grown and yeah. where from that place I become a better husband, I become a better disciple, yeah. I become a, a better friend and, and follower of Jesus. And so, um, yeah, you'll recognize them by, by their fruits. Jesus yeah. said it, it came wow. from his mouth. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And I just even love the distinction between like, Trees will grow fruit. Right. It'll either be good fruit or bad fruit. Right. Yeah. And how cool that we have the the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us that points us to Jesus mm -hmm. who only knows how to bear good fruit. Right. So yes. us abiding in him gives yeah. us access to like the lifeline yep. 
of Christ and what he like afforded for us, honestly, by dying on a tree. Right. Which is just a whole like and there's some circle like, in itself. Right, yeah, right. But, and there's some yeah. symbolism there. But the thing, another another reason, um, and this is kind of cheesy, but the, have you, y'all have all y'all have all seen like a a platter of fruit, right? Yes. It's beautiful. Yes. It's lush. It tastes amazing. And like metaphorically, as cheesy as this sounds, like we are called to like bring fruit into the lives mm-hmm. of non-believers and let it be appealing and tasteful mm-hmm. and, and like beautiful yeah. mm-hmm. to a broken world. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Obviously yeah. metaphorically, but yes. yeah. I just think when we bear uh, the fruit of, of um, the character and, and person of Jesus, it is very appealing to a world wow. that is... Uh, no, doesn't know they need Jesus, but they're so like it's the thing their soul is actually longing yes. for. Yeah. Wow. So, I love that. One. Yeah, I just had a picture of like a beautiful yeah. basket of fruit this morning, and I thought, yeah. you know what? What a great picture of like what our world is desperate for. And when we bear that, like it's such a yeah, such an amazing thing. It's so true. So yeah. I would just add to that. You know, you made a great point that it points to God. Um, but I feel like one of the main reasons that fruit is so important in our lives is because it really is meant to bring God glory. Mm-hmm. Um, John fifteen eight says, "By this my Father is glorified that you would bear much fruit and then prove to be my disciples." Wow! So it is no, it's not only glorifying God, but it's also evidence mm-hmm. that we are followers yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like you know we often forget that we were created to glorify the Lord. Yeah. And to have relationship with Him, and so fruit in our life, good fruit is just the evidence that we are doing that, that we are glorifying God, it's all for his glory, and that we are loving others with our lives. I love that. And two, I love, I think it's in John, but Jesus kind of gets sarcastic, and he says, he he asks this crowd of people, he says, do you pick uh, figs from thistles, or Mm -hmm. do you pick Mm -hmm. grapes from thorn bushes? Mm -hmm. And of course, I can imagine everyone's like, of course not. Yeah. And he's Jesus, just, where have you been? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Duh. And I think he's just highlighting like, hey, you cannot say you are a follower of Jesus yeah. and not bear fruit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, I love the the sarcasm of Jesus in there, but also yeah. the point that he's making in that. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah, I sorry. I just think he he makes it very clear that love is the most important thing that we can have in our lives. Mm a love for God above anything else, and then to love our neighbor as ourself. And really, when you think about the fruit of the Spirit, love is is the first, and then they are all like the outworking of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even John 13, 35, by this all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one yeah. another. I just feel like it's very, it's a pure evidence of our life and that we are a disciple and a follower of Jesus. If we love yeah. and if we display these fruits wow. and act out of them. Yeah. So the other day, I'm just going to confess here. <laughs> Me and my wife Confession got time. My, my wife and I have gotten a little argument. Okay, that doesn't <laughs> no happen a lot. Way. But uh, <laughs> and I, I, we, we, I got in the car, um, and I was just the conviction immediately is, the, and I'm like, God, I'm, I'm, I repent. I'm sorry. Like, why did I lash out at my wife like that? Where did that come from? And very simply, like the Holy Spirit just said, Hey, you, you are not abiding in me right now. Mm-hmm. And it was just another reminder, and it was what I was saying earlier. Like, I cannot bear fruit. I cannot love well. I cannot be full Mm -hmm. of joy and peace and all of these things if I'm not, like, constantly abiding Mm -hmm. and constantly aware of of the presence of God. Wow. We talked about it at Rally the other week, um, but it's the idea of 
the way I've I've heard it taught is is being in two places at once, mm. and so it's it's continually being aware of God's presence, whether I am on my way to class, but mm. also acknowledging God's presence, yeah. or I'm at home folding laundry, but yeah. I'm also acknowledging God's presence, or I'm in between meetings at work, but also acknowledging God's presence. That is the way we continue to abide, so that we can go into those spaces mm-hmm. and yeah. love and be gentle and be kind. And so, little confession there, but it was also a good story in preparation. <laughs> in is. preparation for this, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And something that even just as you both were talking, I kept thinking about was this idea of abiding mm-hmm. um, versus striving. And I think so. So often, I resort to the fact of, well, if I just try love harder, if I just mm-hmm. try muster up peace, or if I just try like get some joy in my life, then I can display mm-hmm. those fruits. And I just have felt so, um, just so, I suppose, awakened to the idea that, like, a go with me here. An apple does not have to strive to be an apple. Right. It's right. a result of where it comes from. Yeah. It comes from a tree that produces apples. So, mm. therefore, right. it is an apple and it doesn't have to strive. It abides. Right. Yeah. And essentially, it trusts that this tree is going to produce in me what it needs to produce. Yeah. And so I have just felt convicted to just trust that, like, God will produce what he needs to produce in me if I can abide and trust in him and no. believe that I cannot manufacture those things by myself. Right. It is only yeah. through the power of the Holy Spirit yep. so that I'm able to see that fruit. Well, I'm, I'm no farmer. I know Jen used to farm back in the day. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's not used to farm. But what I do know, or, or a planner, like a tr- you don't bear fruit by focusing on the fruit. Mm. It's like you focus on the roots and wow. tending it, and mm-hmm. and just like, and I think it's this what the point you're making. Like I, the way I bear fruit is is sinking it down. This is cheesy, but deep roots into my like intimacy with God, wow. and yeah. watering and planting there. Yeah, and from that place, fruit fruit is grown. So that's what yeah. That's that, great, yeah. When you said that, that's yeah. that's, that's what I mm-hmm. thought of. It's just the, and I just love that the Bible speaks in stories and ways that we, yeah. can, metaphors and ways right. that we can understand. Right. Especially right. Jen with her farming expertise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> now, if you know Jen in real life, you'll understand the humor <laughs> that Jen is definitely not a farmer. But, um, but I do you like know. fruit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you like to hunt and gather, oh, and maybe yeah. in the shopping center. At the, at the grocery. <laughs> <laughs> at the grocery store. Yes. All right, Jen, I've got a question for you. Okay. So practically, We've spoken about metaphors and tree trunks and soil and all of those incredible things. But what does it practically look like to operate in the fruit of the spirit? Okay, so I have have a few thoughts about this. And I was actually sitting at my desk this morning and I thought, this is actually a practical thing that I do. Hmm. Uh, So I have a sticky, I'm a big sticky note girl. I have a sticky note on my desk that just says, uh, Romans 8, 5, set my mind on the things of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And so it's just for me, like first thing in the morning, setting a lens of what is the Holy Spirit saying? And I want to set my mind on the things of the spirit and not the things of the flesh. So I feel like that's just a a practical thing is just to, from the start of the day, to kind of examine your heart, examine the fruit of your life and your feelings and say, okay, am I setting myself on my mind on the things of the flesh or am I setting my mind on the things of the spirit? Because there's going to be, there's going to be like evidence of either uh, yeah. in, your, in your thought life, in the way that you're speaking to others, in the way that you are feeling towards others, there's going to be some action that comes from that attitude of your heart. Um, I love that, you know, really all of this chapter of Galatians 5 starts with 
Christ has set us free. Mm. And so it really is operating in this freedom that God has given us um, and and a power and authority over the things of the flesh through Jesus Christ that we can then wow. set our mind on the spirit. Yeah. So I think practically too, um, we were talking about this yesterday, actually. We need to go here. Yeah, we, we were talking we about this yesterday. So uh the Bible is very you know, distinguishes that it is fruit of the spirit, not fruits of the spirit. Mm. And so they are a collective group of attributes of God, not something that we can pick and choose. I can't pick that I would like to be loving, but I don't want to have self-control. I would like to be kind, but I would not like to be patient. They all work together to be the attributes of a believer. We can't pick They're mutually dependent on each other. Yes, yes. And all cards on deck, I didn't really understand this until yesterday. (laughs) I don't know why they let me teach the Bible here at Rally. But hey, literally, well, my whole life, well I, I thought growing. it was plural, fruits yeah. of the Spirit, but it is it is singular. Mm-hmm. The original language is singular, but also it's the idea that, like Jen said, if one grows, they all grow. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you can't you can't grow love and joy and, and you know, peace and kindness yeah. or withering. Just forget about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, there was a quote, I'll, Tim Keller, um, I thought it was amazing. Jen told me not to quote this, but I'm going to quote it anyways. <laughs> he said, if, if, they are, if they are not all there, they are not all there at all. You can't grow one or two and have the others dead in your life. They will always grow together. Yeah. Wow. Or die. Which I think a- until studying this, Ooh. I used to think that it was like you could kind of pick and choose. Yeah. Um, but that's not, that's not what Galatians 5 yeah. and, and the Bible teaches. Yeah. And I just so think God God has so much more for us right. to yes. only have three out. Yes. You know, he, I believe, wants full freedom for freedom Christ has set us free. Yes. That he would hope, I believe, that we would be able to operate in all of these. Yeah. 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 All of the fruit. Yeah. yeah. Nearly said fruits. Yes. Even now, I'm trying all to change fruit. my language. All yeah. the fruit. Yeah. I think too, I, we were talking about this. I feel like it's just a good check engine light of, mm. of, okay, if I've lost my temper with Glenn in the office, there is probably something going on with me and the unhealth of my branches, so to speak, that is then signaling I'm, I've lost my patience with him. I've not operated in self-control because I'm then like lashing out at him. I'm definitely not being kind or gentle uh, so it really is just a great check check engine for, yeah. okay, what is the outworking of my heart? Mm. And I think it all goes back to that, that, that love then um, sends us into like the action of all these things. All these yeah. things are the action of love. Yeah. Um, so that's honestly what I was thinking about as we were talking about, you know, how practically it looks to operate them or to not operate in yeah. them. Um, and I think, you know, it all goes back to our character and really – the evidence of our heart is the hidden things of our character. You know, yeah. out of the overflow of the heart, yeah. the mouth, the mouth speaks, speaks. Yeah. and that is an action. And so it all comes from what is is down deep that no one can see. Wow. All of these things, you know, you could do a good job of covering up. Yeah. Like I can be fake loving. That's I great. can be yeah. fake kind. Um, but then, you know, our actions then speak of what is the character behind there. And I think this is such a good good thing to to talk about when it especially when it comes to you know the rally generation which i love and adore and champion uh but i'm just watching you know such a hunger for the presence of god and this intimacy with god and with the holy spirit which is amazing uh but i just wanted to caution us for a moment that we can operate in gifts of the spirit 
and forget the fruit of the spirit. And that is a very dangerous place to be. Yep. Um, this you know, is where I said we need to go. Yes. Right here, yes. I, I'm with you. This is conversations yes. I'm having. It is. I feel like a very just prominent and relevant thing yeah. right yeah. now in culture. Not, I don't think just rally. Like I think just church culture in general. Yes. I think this age group. Uh, but what you're like unpack like gifting mm-hmm. uh, fruit. Go, go there for a second. Okay. What you were saying yesterday was really good. Yeah, so I just feel like there's this emphasis on gifting and even talent. Yeah. That That is different than the gifts of the Holy Spirit even. Mm. You know, our natural talents are not the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Those are things that we're born with, that we can naturally do. Uh, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, I believe, are birthed when we, you know, come to know Christ. Yeah. And he gifts the, us to them. He yes. gifts them to us. Yeah. And oftentimes we get so hungry for those because they're they're – you know, it's it gives us this intimacy with God. It's a cool thing, right. it's like exciting. and it's, it's exciting right. and yeah. and it's not bad. The Bible says to earnestly right. desire, you know, the gifts. So we want to champion that and say yes and amen. You are in line with with Scripture when you earnestly desire that. But when we do that with a lack of character, spiritual maturity, or the presence of you know fruit of the Spirit, we enter into what I would say just a dangerous place mm-hmm. yeah. of if we have prophecy but we have not love then we are a loud clanging symbol yeah. and i don't think yeah. anyone wants to be that yeah when yeah. we when we speak a word of knowledge without the kindness and gentleness of god we have lost the tone of yeah. the father yeah. thus yeah. not edifying the body which is what the gifts of the spirit are are to do anyway right so i just i feel like this is a good place to caution because i am seeing this um true like revival in wow. in this generation yeah. of a hunger and a return to the earnest desiring of the gifts of the spirit and of just the presence of God. And so I want to say like, God loves that. Like I'm so like, it's exciting. You're, you're important and you're vital to our house in that way. But we want to make sure that we're not focusing on that and we're forgetting character. Right. And we're forgetting that we've got to grow in the way that we are like Christ because we operate in these gifts without him. It can be very damaging to others into the body mm-hmm. and and to even to ourselves. And to ourselves. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It, it is a very uh, sobering and kind of a, a for me like a scary thought, <clears throat> knowing that God could use my gifts, but uh, I have, I'm bearing no fruit in my life, mm. or that like like you've heard it said before that God is using me powerfully, but I'm not right with Him personally mm. type of thing. Yeah, that's so good. If you read like. All throughout Scripture, you see over and over God uses people in a mighty way, but they look nothing like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that is where, where Jen is cautioning and where I'm cautioning, and I, I have to continually check my heart. And what I would want to say to Rally mm-hmm. is, and, and and I love what you said too. It is not a you just get rid of the gifts of the Spirit. Right. You're called to earnestly not. desire yeah. them. Yeah. We're just saying make sure priority priorities are in yeah. check. Yeah. Um. You don't you don't you don't just throw the the baby out with the bathwater yeah. and get yeah, rid of the gifts. No, absolutely yeah. not. We're saying, hey, make make sure it is under the covering yeah. of pursuing integrity and yeah. character and, and manifesting the fruit of the spirit in your life. And two, I think uh, the cool thing about it is when when your priorities are in check, your love and peace and joy will mm-hmm. be the thing that fuels and makes yes. your gifts better and yes. more flu- and, and yes. flourish more. Yes. Yes. Does that make sense? One hundred percent. Not absolutely. the other way around. Yes. And so. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Jen. And it really takes humility. Right. It, it is the basis of that is having a humble heart before the Lord mm-hmm. that is submissive to him, 
in this pure way that makes all of this work together for the glorifying of the Lord and the building up of the body. And when that happens, it is truly just beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. And two, I've seen like not just in vocational ministry and church world, but just like in any space, business world, teacher, like whatever, people that get burned out really quickly um, are ones that are always trying to elevate their, their gifting. The ones that are sustained over time and, and go the long run are the ones that have developed deep roots of, of yeah. intimacy with God, of, of joy, of peace. Yeah. That's what's going to sustain you over a long period of time, yeah. not gifting. And so, yeah, it, it, I, it's crazy to me. Even if, like, on Instagram in our day of social media, everyone, what you see on a social media post or what you see on, you know, a 30-second preacher clip, whatever it may be, is usually someone's gift or what yeah. they can do. yeah. And it's just so ingrained in our culture. Yeah, yeah. to look for that. Right. Yeah. But what if we were to look for the fruit? Right. Yeah. And I think Jesus, like, he steps on the scene and, and changes the whole narrative and says, like, hey, I've, I've come to serve. I've come to yeah. to bring this fruit yeah. and, and to bring a different type of kingdom. So, yeah, mm. it's good, Jen. It's good. It's a good word. It truly <laughs> is. I almost feel, in a way, speechless because I... I just think that's right on the money. Yeah. Mm. Like, I think we have to be people that choose character. Yeah. And choose to focus on becoming more like Jesus and letting the Holy Spirit guide us in that way and trusting him Mm -hmm. and having, like, really rich, clear voices in Mm -hmm. our lives that help point that out to us as well. Yes. So, which is honestly why I'm, like, thankful for both of your friendships. I feel like that is an example of, people that can push you and help like point out like right. when things might be feeling a little off right. or fruit might be looking a little rotten. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need other people to be able to point that out because I feel like I can speak to hopefully everybody listening to this podcast that we would hope to be people that would make it the long distance. Right. Yes. Right. yes. You know, we're not trying to be a flash in the pan, <clears throat> but we're trying to be yes. long-term followers of Jesus, yeah. becoming yes. more and more like him and following his ways. I, I've heard it said, I know you, move on to the next, yeah. but I've heard it said like <clears throat> if in First Corinthians 12, 13, 14, it talks mm-hmm. about the gifts and sandwiched in between 12 and 14 is, is kind of the heart of spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. about love. Yeah, We read it at Reddings, but that is not necessarily the context of that. But he said, like Jen said, if you don't have love, yeah. like this is all a waste. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it said that if the greatest of these, Paul says, is love, yeah. You you may you may never preach a sermon, you may yep. never lead, you may yeah. never do anything, but if you love people well, you've yeah. won. Yeah. Now obviously that's not like Jesus gives us gifts and yeah. but I'm just making the point that there's such yeah. an emphasis on it. That in is the, Bible. the emphasis, yeah. exactly. And the Bible even goes to say that God is love. Yeah. yeah. So it's just yeah, love is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we can operate in that That's it. That's, that's the main it. thing. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yes. How powerful is that? Mm-hmm. Um so we've kind of spoken about how do we practically get the fruit of the Spirit. It's not something that we do in ourselves. It's something that is given to us and, you know, we get to abide in God. Mm-hmm. Um, comes from proximity. I loved what you said. Yeah. Um, Glenn, not by our works. I think if anybody is listening to this and believes that this is something you have to strive for yeah. or earn, um, I just want to say that is not true. Right. Yeah. Like that is not true. Right. Um, the whole book of Galatians mm-hmm. is reminding um, a certain group of people 
that Jesus died on the cross and we are saved through faith, yes. not through our works. Right. Yes. Right. So by placing your faith in Jesus, you are made right with God and mm-hmm. you have access to everything in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I want to end our time by just giving you guys an opportunity. Is there anything else that you <coughs> wanted to share or had thoughts on before we wrap up? I think just just even just touching on that again of of the idea of abiding. Mm. Um, I feel like that that chapter of Galatians gives us just a really beautiful visual of what that looks like, walking by the Spirit, in step with the Spirit. Notice that word is not running, it's walking. Yeah, wow. And I think so many times we get in this rush of, of our life that we're we're so ready to get to this finish line that we've created for ourselves that we forget that God truly just wants to walk with us Mm. Uh, he already like sees the whole picture and he's not in a hurry to like push us towards the line he is is truly walking wants to walk in step with us and if we can slow down and actually walk with God there is this beautiful intimacy and I just think back to the the unbroken picture of Adam and Eve walking with God in the cool of the day, even just in the wind, you know, wow. in that in that yeah. image of walking with his spirit and how there was there was no rush. And yeah. I just feel like that in seasons where we where we rush and we start to to forget that God has given us this grace of walking yeah. and we start striving to be this thing. That is truly when we we neglect right. character and then we mm. grab gift. Yeah. Mm. And so I think that's just a great like, honestly, just call to humility yeah. that we would slow down and truly walk with God and allow Him to in the walk, in the intimacy, develop who we are as people because He's much more concerned about that right. yeah. of who we are, which is so freeing. Yeah. When when we grasp that that God is so kind and. And loves that I will do things for him, yeah. but is so much more concerned on of who I am. Yeah. That to me has been the most freeing thing. Learning that in life, well, that and, I don't have to. And do with that, things. like the the people in my life that have made the most profound impact are not the ones that I said, "Hey, here's what they were so talented in," or "Here's mm-hmm. the things that they did." It is the ones that yeah. are just super kind. In loving, and yes. those are the people. I think Kurt Frisbee is an, an example, yeah. uh, is someone that is just like embodies this. And when I think of him, the, like I think of the fruit of of the spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, another thing too. Sorry, I got a couple of thoughts. I don't yeah. know if you're, these are like parting hit thoughts. Hit us, Glenn. Hit <laughs> us. Um, hit us with the parting I, thoughts. I, specifically for new believers. Yeah. I think mm. something I wrestled with when I first got saved was thinking that this had to happen immediately. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Because even if you hadn't grown up in church, you've heard the song "Fruit of the Spirit." Like you, you, <laughs> you've probably heard it. Maybe. May, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Um, but I just believe the lie that okay that. If this is what is supposed to happen, then I I gotta make make it happen quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And just encouraging people like this is a process. It's a journey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and and God is way more concerned with the intimacy that yes. uh you you He has with you than anything else. And from that place, like fruit will be bared. Um, and sure, two apples aren't grown overnight. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember having a strawberry plant as a kid. Yeah. And going out the next day expecting and expecting it to be, there, it yeah. to be fully sprouted and ready to pick. Right. Just, right. It takes time. Yeah. And then la- last thing I would say, uh, 
what are you sowing into your heart? Mm. Um, wow. The way I like to think about it is my heart is a bed of soil and I'm either sowing things that are going to produce like this beautiful fruit, joy, like all of these things, or I'm going to sow things in my life that are going to produce things that I don't necessarily want it uh, yeah, to wow. produce. And um, hopefully we're a generation that's sowing, you know, intimacy with God and prayer and getting into God's word and fasting and, and, yeah. and pursuing the ways of Jesus. And from that place, like fruit is grown. Um, instead of sowing to our flesh where we reap all of these just like negative, negative things. Yeah. Uh, I want to be a generation that, that sows and, and reaps uh, the, the beautiful things that God has for us. That. Yeah. That's powerful. Well, I just want to thank you both. I feel like I <clears throat> have sat here and my mind has been blown just by what I believe um, the revelation God has given both of you on this topic. And it's cool to know you um, the way I do because I just feel like I can attest to the fact that you've lived this out. Yeah. Like you embody so much of the fruit of no the doubt. spirit and I'm just so thankful. Yeah, when I, not to, I mean, Jen, when I, like joy is just the first thing that comes to my <laughs> mind. Seriously, and you you bring that into a room and people are like, people are attracted, non-believers are attracted to that. To the fruit. To the yeah. fruit, right? And that's what yeah. I'll say is they don't know yeah. it. They're attracted yes. to Jesus. Yes. Uh, Jesus but when we get you. to, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. we get to be, you know, uh, image bearers and, and bring yes. forth those things that yeah. attract people, whether yes. they know it or not. 100%. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and yeah. I hope that this will kickstart maybe some conversations in your rally group or just friendship. Um, and we just pray that this would be a great tool and resource for you and we're pumped about some more content coming out um the end of the year the start of 2022 keep your eyes peeled we're in for a ride um but we'll catch you next time on the rally round table see y'all thank you for joining the rally podcast we hope it encouraged you we'd love for you to be part of the rally family Make sure you follow us on Instagram and YouTube at New Spring Rally so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you'd like to connect to a campus, text Rally to 30303.